This is News Talk. And we'll come to Boris Johnson in a minute, but first to begin uh, with the Irish Sun, which is the headline there, War and Tish, and they've uh, some dramatic photographs of the Taoiseach visiting mass graves in Ukraine yesterday and condemning Vladimir Putin's immoral aggression. Michal Martin telling Vladimir Zelensky that Ireland will continue to support his country's citizens seeking refuge in a time of such barbarity. That's also the front page of the Irish Examiner. More photographs there of Michal Paul Martin with local officials viewing the damage caused to some buildings in Irpin in Ukraine and the quote from the Taoiseach very difficult to comprehend it was in the ruined town of Bucha in Ukraine that Taoiseach Michal Martin placed a teddy bear at a memorial for the 343 children killed so far since Russia invaded he was taken on a tour of the remains of the town which Russian shelling had devastated and a mass grave of the innocent people massacred by Vladimir Putin's army and as the examiner says the Taoiseach becoming emotional at the mass grave where a photographic exhibition told the horror of what had happened. Um, So very symbolic trip by the Taoiseach to Ukraine obviously meeting President Zelensky and visiting the Ukrainian parliament as well. Leo Vradker is also on the front pages. Uh, The Irish Daily Mirror leaky Leo in the clear. Leo Vradker will not face any criminal charges following an investigation surrounding the leaking of a confidential GP contract to APAL and that's the main story on the Irish Independent as well. No charges for Vradker after DPP clears him of wrongdoing and the importance of this as the paper reminds us is that Leo Vradker is on course now to return to the office of Taoiseach in five months time after the guard investigation cleared him of any wrongdoing. He's now free to reshuffle his cabinet in December without the fear of the long running investigation hanging over his head as he appoints ministers and the Indo says that the outcome means that Mr Vradker won't have to worry about his coalition colleagues voting against him becoming Taoiseach when a dull vote is called in December. So naturally Leo Vradker welcoming that decision from the DPP last night. The Irish Times on the front page goes with the Central Bank report and you can take what you want from it. Economy growing uh, about 4%. Inflation could hit 10% this year. The Irish Times angle on it is that as much as €8 billion of the government's corporation tax receipts might be unsustainable or at risk. €8 billion, by the way, is about half of the government's corporate tax receipts and the central bank said the volatility of corporation tax and its concentration on a small number of multinational firms was one of the chief threats to the public finances. Of course, we can't rely on, you know, 10 companies to pay for a lot of the things in this country. So the central bank warning here of a concentration of tax posing major threats to the public finances. And the Irish Times also puts Boris Johnson on the front pages. Johnson rejects Cabinet calls to resign, promising to fight on and claiming he should remain in power due to the mandate given to him by 14 million voters in the 2019 general election. And now he faces a no-confidence vote in the leadership as early as next week. Looking across the water at what some of the British papers are saying about Boris Johnson, the Times of London, Johnson fights for his life after more than 40 
party ministers and aides quit defiant Prime Minister capped day of chaos by sacking Michael Gove Michael Gove well used to being sacked by uh, people and uh, Boris Johnson last night declaring he was absolutely determined to cling on to power despite a revolt from cabinet loyalists and mass resignations for his government the Daily Telegraph mortally wounded PM defies cabinet demands that he quit Johnson insists he'll fight on in face of overwhelming mutiny. It's I definitely find this addictive to watch. I stuck on Sky News at about two o'clock yesterday and uh, switched it off around half ten last night. It's just addictive because they had a ticker on the screen on Sky News, in case you didn't see it, showing how many people had resigned. And it seemed every time I walked back into the sitting room or came from downstairs, the number had increased. We'll go to London for the latest shortly to find out what's going on as Boris Johnson wakes up as Prime Minister, which a lot of people may not have expected yesterday. Uh, The Irish Independent has done a big uh, survey of dental practices around the country and it's showing basically there's a postcode lottery in dental costs so depending on where you live on the country <clears throat> sorry in the country that will determine uh, how much you're going to pay for various dental treatments massive variations in the price of routine dental treatments across the country have been uncovered and it's very difficult to get a handle on the reason for this, why it costs, I mean, the dentists have the same level of education. They're probably employing the same amount of people and some are charging way more than others. I suppose rent might have something to do with it because there's one example here that a Dublin clinic is charging €170 Euro for a filling and in Donegal, it's €35. Euro. Some patients are paying nearly five times more than others for routine dental procedures. So the Indo looked at 220 dentists and they found that they differ hugely, even among surgeries in the same county. Not surprisingly, Dublin, most expensive for dental procedures. Donegal, the cheapest. In one Kilkenny dentist surgery, it costs six... Wait you hear this. In one dentist surgery in Kilkenny, it costs €60 Euro for for a filling and if you go down the road 300 metres you're, ca- you're charged 120 euro for a filling in North Dublin the price of a filling in one clinic starts at 60 euro and a short drive away a dentist is charging 150 euro and in South Dublin a clinic is charging 170 euro for a filling while a clinic nearby is offering the procedure for 70 euro so it's all about shopping around of course others would say well it's actually difficult to get into a dental surgery we've had this problem in NACE trying to get into a dental surgery at the moment so uh, if you can get in to different dental surgeries do try and shop around because there are major variations in price. The Irish Dental Association says price is usually a long way down the list of why patients choose a dental practice. The uh, CEO Fintan Horan saying he doesn't believe people make decisions based on fees but more so on the quality of care that's provided to them. So that's an interesting one in the Irish Independent Irish Examiner. If you're a teenager listening or if you're the parent of a teenager, well, uh, bad news for them because they're going to be working for an awful long time. The average Irish teenager will work for 38.4 years 
in their lifetime. And that's nearly two and a half times more than the European average. Since 2001, the amount of years of our lives we'll spend working has also increased by over five years. This will cheer you up as you make your commute into work this morning and realise how many years of work you have ahead of you. Uh, Stats show that Northern Europeans have the longest working life. People in the Netherlands will work for 42 and a half years. In Sweden, 42.3 years. In Ireland, it's 38.4 years. But if you go to Romania, you'll only have to work 31.3 years on average. This is based on how long a 15-year-old in each country is expected to remain working throughout their life. On to uh, happier news. We have a poll of TV viewers' favourite catchphrases or lines and there can only be one victor is what we're told in the mirror because a poll has found that one foot in the grave grump Victor Meldrews I don't believe it is the most used line from a TV show it beats Little Britain's computer says no into second Del Boy's lovely jubbly from Only Fools and Horses came in third and according to a survey of 2,000 viewers 8 in 10 use TV catchphrases in daily chatter and three quarters use them even if they've not actually seen the show. Others in the top 10 of catchphrases include, here's one I made earlier from Blue Peter, I always use that actually, uh, Doe from The Simpsons, Am I Bothered from The Catherine Tate Show, um, also we have Just Like That from Tommy Cooper, and I've started, so I'll finish from Mastermind. One final story for you comes from The Telegraph, and some of us have rules when it comes to eating around other people, but you can throw all those rules out the window because the Telegraph tells us not talking with your mouth full is an outdated rule, according to half of people surveyed in a poll. Uh, and apparently all of this dinner time etiquette, like may I leave the table, um, or when do you start or finish eating your food, do you wait for other people to finish eating their food? Anyway, much of that etiquette is a thing of the past. It's what our parents and grandparents did, uh, according to three quarters of 18 to 40-year-olds 40 surveyed. 50% of those surveyed rejected the need to finish a mouthful before engaging in table conversation. Two in five also felt that saying thank you for your meal, not slouching or asking to leave the table were no longer relevant as rules. So I think that's shocking, to be honest. Uh, also, 46% of those surveyed claimed it was common practice to start eating before others have their food. So you know you'd go out for a meal, sit and wait for everyone to get their food before you start. You don't bother doing that anymore either. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.